Are you a sports fan who didn't know the NFL draft was this week? Then boy, do I have the teaser trailer for you. I'm Danny Heifetz, and I host the Ringer NFL Draft Show every week with Danny Kelly, Ben Solak, and Craig Horlbeck. We're doing mock drafts before the draft. We're grading picks after the draft. Now, do we know which picks were good and who's going to go where? No, absolutely not. We can't predict the future. But people like hearing about it. Yeah, don't you? You sickos. So we talk about it anyway. So come listen to the Ringer NFL Draft Show. And guess what? If you like the draft, but you don't like me, you can go listen to the Ringer NFL Show with Kevin Clark and Nora Princiati and our other NFL experts. Or you can go to nfldraft.theringer.com to check out our massive draft guide. So come listen to the Ringer NFL Draft Show and the Ringer NFL Show on Spotify because they employ me. Or it's also available on all the other platforms that don't employ me. It's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. Take a shot at betting the NBA with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filter by odds, sport, and bet type, Easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or visit rg-help.com. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome into Spotify Live. It is the instant reaction to the Brooklyn Nets being swept in four straight games by the Boston Celtics. And if you listen to New York, New York, you know the deal, folks. I like the Celtics in this series. And the minute the Celtics won game two the way that they did, overcoming the big first half deficit the way that they did, I got a feeling that Brooklyn was completely cooked in this series. I happen to be right. The Celtics were flat out the better team. Every which way you look at it, Boston was better. They were better coached. They were better put together. And you know what I admire? Karma. You know that like ball don't lie mentality that you have when guys miss a free throw? You think about the way the Celtics put their team together and went about their business throughout this regular season. You think about the way Brooklyn went throughout this regular season. The Kyrie fiasco, the ramp missing time, all sorts of disjointed, disjointed basketball. Basically with the idea of, hey, we can coast. We don't have to give a rat's ass about the regular season and we're going to come and show up in the playoffs and win. Well, the Celtics said the hell with that. We're sweeping your asses. And that's exactly what they did. Look, 
Durant was better in game four. He still was not vintage Kevin Durant. I mean, the guy was 13 of 31 from the field and was 311 from three. Kyrie looked completely disinterested in this game tonight. As good as Kyrie Irving was in game one, when he basically just willed Brooklyn and almost willed them all the way to a victory, Kyrie Irving, the rest of the series, did absolutely nothing. Then I'm watching Claxton miss every free throw known to man. And look, Nash does not exactly inspire as a coach. And that's going to be one of the big takeaways now that you have for Brooklyn. Steve Nash, you compare him to Udoka, you compare him to Eric Spolstra, you compare him to Steve Kerr. I don't want to hear the excuses. Does not inspire confidence that he can coach. Now, I'll make this clear. If I were Brooklyn, it'd be very simple. I'd hire a new head coach. Somebody's got to pay and somebody has to be held accountable for this team getting swept four straight games. Like, I don't understand how you could go and say, oh, well, we're going to wait on Ben Simmons. Good luck. The guy who basically said the minute he got traded, yeah, I still don't know if I have the interest in playing basketball. Milking that back injury for all it's worth. Get your ass on the court for goodness sakes. I mean, the Ben Simmons saga is embarrassing. And I understand why Brooklyn made that trade. They had to make that trade. Gordon wanted out. All things considered, they probably did as well as they could. But you got nothing out of Simmons. Curry was good today. I'll give him that. Curry was fine. Drummond, by the end of the series, you couldn't even play him. And the overarching theme for Brooklyn, and I see the calls are coming in hot and heavy. I'm going to hit all of you. Brooklyn put this team together. Summer of 2019 was the big win. They get Durant, they get Irving, and it is now three years into this thing. And I know Durant missed the first year. Kyrie was in and out the first year. All well and good. But three years now. Not one championship. Not one finals appearance. And I'll take it a step further. Not one conference finals appearance. The narrative is not over yet for Durant and Kyrie here in Brooklyn. But right now, Three years in, got to call it what it is. It's abject failure. Is it not? How is an thing? Can you be satisfied over the last three years? If you are, you are delusional. You are taking crazy pills. You blew a 2 lead to the Bucs last year. Don't want to hear about injuries. You just got swept four straight games by the Boston Celtics. I don't want to hear about how close these games were either. Whoopty freaking do. You got swept four straight games. You found a way to be on the losing end in every single one of these outcomes. Tough luck. Maybe the Nets ultimately figure this out, but with each passing year, the Rand is getting older. Irving is getting older, and you never know about his mental state and what he is thinking and what's going through his mind. These are opportunities slipping through the fingers of the Brooklyn Nets, and don't let anybody try to tell you otherwise. This is not what they envisioned three years ago. Getting swept in the first round by the Celtics. And you know what? They deserve to get swept because they were not the better team. And you know what? Maybe they, as an organization, will learn to value and appreciate and respect the regular season a little bit more. Because you know what? Basketball karma, folks, is a flat-out bitch. You're learning that. To Blake. Blake, you ready to go? How you doing? So, as you know, I'm a diehard Celtics, diehard Boston guy. I still respect the hell out of you. Great job of the marathon in New York, by the way. Just wanted to get that in there real quick. But, man, this Celtics team, I was like Simmons. 
in and out all year, through the year. But now we're down 10. I'm like, this defense is locked down. This is next level. This is 04 Pistons. This is 99 Spurs. Like, what? This is the next level. I, they're amazing. I'm never concerned anymore. Like, I can't believe it. This is what I've waited for the last decade. Blake, they have played tremendous defense throughout this postseason run, and you can make the argument their defense in game four was probably the worst it's been at any point in the postseason. The Celtics, to their credit, though, answered every run. And you know what? The Celtics actually had to overcome some embarrassing officiating. And you knew the Scott Foster effect could be in play. The sixth foul on Jason Tatum is one of the worst calls that you will ever see in fouling out a particular player. It was lunacy how bad a call it was. Lunacy. They survived that. Because Brown and Hawford and Smart and Williams all made winning plays. They flat out all made winning plays. That's the feel of a team with cohesion. Togetherness. That Brooklyn does not have. So if you're a Celtic fan, listen, Kyrie quit on your team, wanted nothing to do with that second-round playoff series a couple of years ago, and now the joke is on him. He didn't seem to care after the game, though, but that tells you everything you need to know about Kyrie. Super talent, super knucklehead. Justin in Floral Park is up next. Justin, my boy, how we doing? JJ, what's going on, brother? Justin, how we living, bud? Great. Uh, let me tell you, I told you it was going to be a short series. Just had a feeling in the gut. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if they could even blow this thing up. Because if I'm Durant, why am I sticking around? Why am I not demanding a trade? Because this is not going to get any better. He's 34 years old. They don't have a guy in, in Irvin. Ben Simmons doesn't even want to suit up. So it's like, where are they going? With? Well, here's the problem, though, Justin. If you're Kevin Durant and you think about your legacy, and he is an all-time great, he is a future Hall of Famer, and he has won. But here's the knock on Durant's legacy, whether he likes it or not. He did not win as the number one player in Oklahoma City. He did not. Got to the finals. Lost in five games to the Miami Heat. He goes to a 73-win, ready-made Warrior team and was great and was fantastic. But that was a team that had Curry and Thompson and Green. Now he's back to being the number one guy and has not won. That is a part of the legacy now for Kevin Durant. And Justin, they hired the head coach that he wanted. They got his buddy Irving. They made every move that he's wanted. They've, they've done everything they could you know, possibly want from a Durant perspective. How do you demand the trade all of a sudden now? You can't, bro. You can't. You're stuck in Brooklyn. But this team plays not a lick of defense, man. That's not going to win in the NBA. I don't disagree with that, Justin. And they did not defend at all, at all at times in this series. I mean, you think about Grant Williams. How many open threes did Grant Williams and Peyton Pritchard have? They waited too long to get Blake Griffin in this series. I mean, he was a difference maker tonight, and they waited way too long to get him in there. Yeah, I just uh, That's another thing. Nash, I'm not high on him. Listen, Nash is not a good head coach from what I've seen. He's not a good head coach. But again, Justin, we would make the argument logically that they should make a change after this year, that they should go and get a legitimate head coach. But if Kevin Durant's guy is Steve Nash, what do you think is going to go down? I think, I think, you know what my personal take is? I think Nash will be back. I think they will blame Irving not playing home games, the Harden fiasco, not getting Simmons. The built-in excuses are already there, bro. They're already there. I'm telling you, this Raptor team looks very hungry, JJ. Well, it's funky, and I'm telling you, Philadelphia better be careful here. Philadelphia better be careful because they'll go into game six 
and they'll play loosey-goosey at home. And could you imagine that town in a game seven after a real lead? I mean, that will be as tight, tight a crowd, crowd as you possible. possible. The pressure will be on Harden, man. Oh, all the pressure in the world on Harden. And Embiid is not 100% right. No, he's not. Well, JJ, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, our Yankees can keep this up. Well, listen, Justin, refreshing to finally see the Yankees score some runs, get some big hits, and do what they were supposed to do over the weekend. Good weekend for the Yankees. I'm watching the Mets right now. Sure, it's a great, but they can't score a run. And I'm on the Mets. I have that Met boost that they put up on FanDuel. They better score a damn run. Let's head to the great Jeff Money, who joins us. Hello, Money. What's up, JJ? Unbelievable with those Nets. I thought for sure they're going to take that one game. Well, I didn't like them tonight, though, Money. Let's be fair on that. I did not like them tonight. After what I saw in game two and then what I saw in game three, no, I did not like their chances. I know you were saying it. Like, tomorrow night, you know, we both were agreement on the Grizzlies, so we'll see how we do it. Yeah, it's a good spot for Memphis. Let's be honest, Jeff Money. It's a good spot for Memphis. Minnesota coming off a win. Now, the question is going to be, how does Memphis handle being up three to two? And you know I need it, bro, because I am on the series price for Minnesota plus one and a half games. I need that series going seven, big boy. Right. And the other day it was six and eight. It's showing six right now. Not a big difference, but it's still showing uh, minus six on the Grizz. Did you look over anything on Wednesday's games? So right now, the only thing I am playing right now, I'm on Utah. So I have Utah plus three against Dallas. That's my play for the evening. And I'm on Toronto, too, which is looking good. So I, looked very over, good. I looked over Wednesday real quick. I'm probably going to take the uh, Warriors minus the eight and a half over the Nuggets. And I can understand that, Jeff Money. Look, I think that's a good play. Denver got their win. They had their moment. I cannot see Denver win another game in this series. I just can't. Too much Golden State shooting, too many options, too many different ways to be. I do not like Denver in game five. All right, I'm sure this guy's having a rough night. He's probably had a rough couple of days. The great Billy in Brooklyn. Hi, Billy. Yeah, how's it going, JJ? Uh, Billy, quite well, actually. I'll be uh, cashing all sorts of Celtic tickets today. So I, I feel for you, but uh, I'm doing very well, in case you're wondering. I, I think that my overwhelming feeling tonight is actually just grateful that it's over. Like, I well, like even if we won this game, you're just going to waste my Wednesday or Thursday. Like, you're not winning three games in a row. It's not happening. I'd rather it just get stunted in dramatic fashion. Put me out of my misery. I mean, mercy. I can understand that, Billy, especially after game one losing in heartbreaking fashion. Game two, yucking up the big lead and then losing going away. And then when you don't win game three, Bill, let's be honest. You think Kyrie Irving wanted any part of playing a game five down three games to one with what that crowd was going to be chanting and doing on Wednesday night? No chance, dude. I think in a lot of ways, they are relieved that they are not playing in game five. I'm totally with you. There. Totally with you. You know, you can't, I, you, you remember me being such a big, oh, you, you traded Harden for Curry and Drummond. That, that was the exchange this season. Curry, Drummond, and a distraction. And it's just not going to get the job done. I can't believe Simmons. I hope that his back really, really hurts right now. That is my biggest hope. Well, and how can you believe that, though, Bill? Let's be honest. How in your right mind can you honestly believe that with the reputation he has around the league? The reputation is fair. He don't want to play basketball, dude. He don't want to play basketball. I, 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 can't even, I can't even fathom the alternative because it puts our team in such a dark, dark spot heading into next season. And it's really upsetting. You, 
Well, the first question you got to answer is this coach coming back. And my sense is, Billy, he's going to come back. I don't agree with it. I don't think it's the right move. But considering that he was Kevin Durant's handpicked guy and Kyrie Irving's handpicked guy, you think they come bait after this disjointed, uneven year? They have such an easy out to keep the coach. As bad as this series was, they're going to say, hey, Kyrie didn't play in home games. Harden was a distraction. The excuses are going to be flying up the wazoo when Steve Nash is back coaching this team. You know it. You know how much I respect Sean Marks and the decisions he makes for this team. And if there is any any way to drop Nash, it is it is a four-game sweep of a team that you beat four to one last year. I mean, I I pray that Nash is out. You you know what a problem I had with the way that they handled these sets at the end of games. It, it was ugly, the hero ball that they asked these guys to play. And the bottom line is, Billy, you're three years into this Durant-Irving partnership. Appreciate the call as always, buddy. Three years into this. You haven't gotten to an NBA Finals. You haven't won an NBA title. That is out-and-out failure. Don't make the excuses. Don't try to spin it any other way. Out-and-out failure from a Brooklyn perspective. Patrick is up next. He joins us. Hi, Patrick. How we doing? Yo, JJ, what up, homie? Patrick, what's, what's up, up dude? What's yeah, I just want to say you nailed it with with Nash. You know they're going to bring him back. You said the same thing about Boone. Like, how can I know I'm changing sports here, but like, how can you do this? How can you bring this guy back? It's like they're letting the kids run the school here, and I just I cannot believe that they will, that, that they're going to do it. But you know it's going to happen because NBA is a players' league, and this is the decisions that, you know, the front office will let, will let the players make. Bingo. And they are going to do everything to placate Kevin Durant and everything to placate Kyrie Irving. Listen, that's what they've tried to do over the first three years. Has it worked out? How can anybody in their right mind, Patrick, say it has worked out for Brooklyn? Here's, and I'm not trying to glorify the Nick here in any way. The Nick here was sad. It was pathetic. It was a waste of time. Consider this. And no, the dopey playing don't count. The Knicks and the Nets won the same amount of playoff games this year. Just think about that for a minute. Crazy. The same amount of games. That's crazy to think. And my last question, and I'll let you go. Um, just is there, there any changes? I mean, I know it's a little early for me to ask this question, but like any changes on the horizon? Like, is there anything you could think of? Um, yeah, man, let me know. Well, Brooklyn is going to spin. Here's what they're going to spin. No Joe Harris. No Kyrie in half the home games. Brought in role players late. Didn't have Simmons. Like, the spin is already out there. I mean, the starters, they got to be better on defense. Is their defense where it needed to be in this series? How could anybody tell you otherwise? Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Joe is up next. He joins us. Joe, good evening, sir. How's it going, JJ? Joe, fantastic. No complaints here. What's shaking, dude? JJ, this is why you got a lot of people that hate the NBA. You got a player like Durant, who's the GM of this team and has no right to have that responsibility. He picks what players he wants to play with. He picks the coach he wants to play with. Nash had zero chance coaching in this playoff series zero 
But doesn't it show you, though, Joe, that when you do it properly, like Boston, you have great success? Like, I, I, to me, there's vindication in the process in so many different ways watching this series. A team that grew, a team that developed, a team that got better as the season went along, they got rewarded. They won this series in four games. The team that didn't take the regular season seriously, the team that has not found their footing in any way in three years, got swept. Justice, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, and I'm glad it happened that way, JJ. I don't watch the NBA because of the way it has been lately. Where you got these these Well listen, the stars the stars the stars drive this crew. And whether you like that or not, that's just the way it's gonna be. But Joe, let's be honest. Magic Johnson got Paul Westhead fired. Did he not? Michael Jordan was sick of Doug Collins, wanted a new head coach. Bill Harris got fired. Stan Van Gundy got fired. Like that that that's been the case in the NBA for 30 years. But the net situation, you know, it's one thing wanting a new coach. And we've seen that. There's a precedent for that. The Nets have just been laissez-faire about the regular season for almost three years. That's going to kill you. Jamal is up next. He joins us. Hello, Jamal. Hey, what up, JJ? Hey, Jamal. What's up, brother? Hey, listen, before I start, be good friends with my brother. All right, so. Oh, the great Akil St. Louis, my man. Oh, that's my bro. So. I did not know you guys are brothers. That's tremendous. Send a kill my best. I love a kill. Tell him I ran the Brooklyn half yesterday. He'd be proud of me. All right, I'll let him know. Listen, I've been a Nets fan since like 97. And I don't even care about this team. Like, I'm just I'm just flabbergasted. It, it, it doesn't even matter that they lost. I'm not even mad. I was more mad when uh, they played game seven in Brooklyn against the Bulls and they blew that game when they lost to Nate Robinson. So, what? curiously, Jamal, your issue with this team is is what? Is it Kyrie? Is it Durant? What What's the issue? They didn't show any heart. Why? Well, I, I would agree with that. They have been a, a mentally weak team for three years. That's fair. That's fair. Like, the, they, didn't, they didn't show any heart. They didn't show any continuity this whole year, you know? So, it's just like, if they didn't care, why should I care? Like, I kid after game one, they blew the game. And game two, they blew that game. So, like, I knew the season was over. Well, here's the issue, though, Jamal. You are so pot committed with this team. And when they got Kevin Durant, when they got Kyrie Irving, there was an expectation that this was a championship team. Ready, made to order. And the fact that you haven't gotten to a finals, you haven't won. It's crazy to think about on the surface. Because if I would have told you that day in the summer that Durant and Irving chose Brooklyn, that three years later, you wouldn't appear in an NBA Finals? You would have called me crazy, dude. Listen, from from where I was when when we got those two, like the adulation and the joy, from that to now, it's crazy. Like, I would never thought we'd be in this position where we're not even out of the first round, you know? Well, it's embarrassing. That's what it boils down to. Now, look, people are going to question whether or not Brooklyn has done it the right way. You go and get Kevin Durant any day of the week. Guy's an all-timer. He wants Kyrie Irving, you go and get Kyrie Irving. Like I've said multiple times, I would take that from my fans' perspective in a heartbeat. We can acknowledge that and also be fair of the fact that this team has done absolutely nothing of substance in three years. That That's also reality kicking in. Motis is up next. What's up, Motis? How we doing, baby? Hey, JJ, what's going on? All's good, bro. All's good. Well, you know, if I'm a Nets fan, I would not only be upset about being swept, but 
I think the way that they lost, not that they got their like ass kicked at all. They all these games came down to the wire and you know, KD and Kyrie, you know, they're known in this league as being closers and being able to close these games out. And they were not able to do not even once. KD had a good game today, but when it came down to it, he was Bro, he didn't make the big plays in winning time. Excellent point. Including the end of this game when he misses the foul shot late. Kevin Durant, who never misses foul shots, is missing a clutch time foul shot late in the game. Durant did nothing in this series that wows you. And let's be real, outside of game one, Kyrie Irving Motis did nothing in this series and was as passive as can be in game four. Kyrie Irving was a disgrace game two to four. I mean, it was embarrassing. He looked checked out just like during the Celtics Milwaukee, when he was on the Celtics against when they played the Bucks. Same thing when they lost those four straight games. He looked like the same way, just completely disoriented. They don't want to be there. And if you're the Nets, I guess that's KD's born. You have to bring him back. But what do you do? I mean, what do you do here? This man doesn't seem like he chooses once to play. He's not a team player in my eyes. I mean, if you're his teammate, I mean, how do you have respect for someone like that? Oh, I have a hard time. Motis, listen, for me, and I appreciate the call, bud. I'm not a professional athlete. I'm not trying to pretend to be a professional athlete, whatever the case may be. I'm limited in that area. If I was on one of these NBA teams and I have a chance to come back and play in the playoffs, I am moving heaven and earth to go and play in the playoffs. The fact that Ben Simmons did not tells you a lot about it. But the idea that you were counting on him for anything when the last time you saw him, he couldn't lay up a ball, a dunk a ball against the Atlanta Hawks in the playoffs, it's kind of problematic, is it not? Scotty's up next. What's up, Scotty boy? As the world's smallest violin, I'm playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Because that was so bad. I mean, look, it, first of all, Kenny Atkinson's laughing, you know, I, you know, laughing somewhere, you know, in California when he's, I know he's the assistant coach now, but that was, that was brutal. And it goes to show you that if I think if he was coaching, I think the Nets, I don't know, they would have won. I think they would have won at least one, one or two games. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if I agree with that. And I'm no fan of Steve Nash, but what game are they winning outside of game one? Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? You want to tell me maybe they win game one? Sure. Game two, you got nothing out of Durant. They had no answer for Jalen Brown. Game three, the Celtics were a better team. Game four, the Celtics were a better team. Also, I heard something about those fans at Yankee Stadium. I heard like they, they found one of them. I don't, I don't know that. Well, that's good. Listen, and I saw the video of Straw going in the stands and acting like a total schmuck. Well, he's acting, listen, he's acting like a total schmuck. But at the same time, it doesn't give you the right and it doesn't give you the uh, excuse to go and take full beer cans and throw them after Gleyber Torres. It's a walk-off. That's embarrassing. And if you threw any of that crap, you should never go to a game again. So I got the Mets on here. Bases loaded, one out. Cardinals always beat the Mets. Trevor May stinks. Let me tell you something. Trevor May in a big spot. Good luck. He is terrible. Joshua's up next. Josh, take it away. Actually, I uh, I got rid of Josh. Brandon's up next. Hello, Brandon. I'm, I've am i been watching the Raps. What are you thinking if they win tonight? What do you think? Uh, the 76ers feeling worried? or? Oh, uh, yeah. I would be feeling worried if you got to go north of the border and play a team that has nothing to lose and they've had good success in that building over the last few years. Yeah, I'd be worried. I'd be very, very worried. Yeah, they're showing a lot of heart right now. I don't know. Well, and that's the thing, Brandon. You should be so proud of your team. Appreciate the call because 
They're playing with pride. They've overachieved all year. They're a young emerging team. And it tells you a lot about Philadelphia. I told you this the other day. Hammer whatever you get Miami on a series price. I mean, Bill and Raheem were trying to tell me it'd be minus 115, minus 120. That's a, that's a student loan special right there. My main man, Mark, in Kings Park is probably sick about Trevor May right about now. What's up, buddy? Mark, your boy Trevor May sucks. Oh, dude. As soon as he came on, I said that we're going to lose the game. Yeah, and here's the problem. It's tough to kill Buck because your bullpen ain't great. If there is one weakness of this Met team, and you know I'm high on them. You know I picked them to win the division. You know I love the manager. Scherzer's a freaking beast. These are study was great again tonight. The bullpen is a problem, dude. This is just not a good bullpen. No, and this is why um, when people have asked me, like, how far do I think the Mets are going to go this year? Um, I wasn't sure about picking them, about even winning the division, because <coughs> the bullpen, I mean, with May, who's not good. And, I mean, I mean, it gives me, like, a heart attack to come in and watch Diaz in a big spot. Yeah, you're not going to trust him against the Braves, against the Dodgers, against the Cardinals. No, he'll ha- he's going to get his 30 saves. He's going to have good numbers with the strikeouts. But in a big game with your life on the line, are you going to trust Edwin Diaz? The answer is hell no. Not a chance in hell, Mark. I mean, it's crazy because I think Drew Smith is the most reliable guy out of the bullpen right now. And that's crazy. Even a guy like Lugo. Lugo doesn't give me the same trust factor that he did a couple of years ago. The good news for you, though, you will add bullpen arms because your owner is going to be aggressive. Your general manager is going to be aggressive. Not for nothing. You, you gifted Miguel Castro to the Yankees. That was a mistake. That was a mistake because Castro, I, I know there are days he can't find a plate. Mark, his stuff is electric. Very electric. I mean, he's he can strike at the side. He could also walk three guys in a row. I mean, you never know what you're going to get out of him. But, I mean, it's not going to matter if we add a bullpen arm or not, if we don't add a back end. Yeah, it's got to be. I, I would agree with that, Mark. It's got to be an elite arm. And Arenado's up. First and second, two outs. And mark my words, appreciate it as always, bud. He's going to end up hitting a bomb. There's going to be 5 nothing before you know it. Let's head to uh, Mike, who's up next. What's up, Mike? Jake, Hello. what's going on, man? How you doing? Mike, I'm doing fantastic. No complaints. What's up, dude? Hey, man, I'm a huge Boston fan. i originally from Mass, but uh, love the show. I love the podcast. I'm so glad uh, Simmons brought you on, man. I appreciate it. Listen, it's been great, man. It's been a great first year. We've only just begun. I love the platform. I love the support. Everything's been great. So I appreciate you saying that. Anytime, man. I, it's awesome. Hey, look, so so two quick points. One is, um, you know, look, I know all the drama with, with the Nets has obviously been talked about. It's been well documented. Of course, the Simmons uh, shit is just, you know, completely ridiculous. I didn't even see him on the bench today, to be honest with you. And that's a good thing, to, to be fair. Um, the uh, But one is, you know, Mark Smart, just he he hit those shots and he hit those free throws at the end to close out the game. Um, he's obviously the heart and soul of that team, and he just he he made every single play, including his passing. Like as soon as they put him to the point, I mean, he his his game has just been elevated, and obviously his defense speaks for itself. But um, yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on Smart. And then the second thing was, you know, what is your uh, you know take on the Celtics potentially going to the finals? I think the Celtics have a legitimate chance, Mike, to go to an NBA final because you have a go-to guy in Tatum. You have a really good secondary player in Brown. You play great defense. You're well-coached. You absolutely could go to the NBA finals. And Marcus Smart is a winning player. That is the guy I'd want on my team any day of the week. All right, I'm taking two more, and then I got to do TV. Jake joins us. What's happening, Jake? After game two, remember when I told you about the negative force? 
Uh, you did. You did. Give credit. How you feeling about that negative force now? Hey, whatever works, bro. I mean, listen, it doesn't give me any solace. It doesn't make me happier from a Knicks fan's perspective. But it got this Brooklyn team out in four games. I'm cashing a series bet. Fine by me. Felt dirty rooting for the Celtics, but it's true. I was rooting for the Celtics. Oh, who joins us? Yes, Joel. Hey, Boston fan talking from uh, Brisbane, Australia. How you- Tremendous. Australia in the house. You love to see that. Yes, Joel. <laughs> hey, um, this isn't the same Boston team uh, as last year. I know what um, the other guy said about being beaten 4-1, but the defense, the, the switchability, the IQ, the defensive player of the year and a defensive player of the year candidate on this team, this isn't the same team. And if I was KD, I would be, I'd be really second-guessing hitching my wagon to, to Kyrie after everything he's done this year. I think that's very understandable, Joel. But that's his boy. And I think Kevin Durant wanted to play with Kyrie Irving. I think that was a big deal for him moving forward. He's gotten everything he's wanted here with the Brooklyn Nets. And so far, got to call it like it is. He is not delivered. He is not delivered. But Durant had to leave Golden State. Listen, he had to show that he could be the number one guy. He won. He won. You know, did what he needed to do. He's got to go and win as alpha male, number one. To like complete the career the way he wants to complete it. Because otherwise, that's going to be something people always are going to hold against him. Myself included. I'm going to say he went to Golden State. Yeah, he wanted to go get away from Westbrook. Good lifestyle. Blah, blah, blah. Guess what? They had Curry, Thompson, and Green on that team. Sorry, you're not getting as much credit for that championship. You're just not. Final call. Charlie and Elmhurst. Hi, Charlie. Hey, JJ. So, by the way, congrats on the half marathon in Brooklyn. Oh, tremendous, bro. I'm still riding the high. I'm not as sore as I thought I was going to be. Fantastic, Charlie. I appreciate that, man. Uh, you're, you're welcome. You're, you're inspire me. I think I kind of want to do it, but I need to, like, get my... Hey, listen, Charlie, no time like the present, bro. No time like the present. Okay, so, uh, JJ, so do you think, I mean... The way these clowns, I mean, the Nets that run the, how they run the organization. I mean, look at Miami Heat. I mean, do you imagine Pat Riley will run this kind of thing? No way in chance. And you cannot have a players, you know, run teams like, you know, GMing stuff. Like you always, there has to be an alpha male, like, you know, the guy who runs the, uh, the ship, like Pat Riley. That's how the, the Heat's been like, you know, like one of the best organizations in basketball. Well, and what they've been able to do, Charlie, that you respect so much is that Miami knows how to recruit talent, but there is an infrastructure in place. Listen, I think LeBron got sick of it, to be honest with you. I think LeBron wanted a return to Ohio. I think he wanted more say. I think he got sick of the Riley way, but that's not going to budge on that sort of stuff. Eric Spolstra now is not going to budge on that sort of stuff. And I get it. It gets tough to hear heat culture, heat media. Like, they're intolerable, dude. I mean, they're insufferable at times. But do they have a good thing going? The answer to that question is 1,000% yes. They do. And good riddance on that team getting swept because I think they should get the hell out of here, man. Get the get out of town. Hey, karma's a bitch, Charlie. And you know what? You had one team that took the regular season very seriously. They grew. They got better. The same team that lost at the buzzer to the Knicks in early January. It's been as good as anybody in the NBA since that point. Brooklyn didn't take the regular season seriously. 
thought they could just turn it on come playoff time. They could coast. Kyrie not playing in a home game. Harden fiasco. Simmons fiasco. Out-and-out nightmare for the Brooklyn Nets. That's the legacy of this season. And Durant and Irving, they better understand. They're lucky they're not Knicks because it'd be a thousand times worse if they did play for the Knicks. That's the reality. That's the cold, hard truth. But it's very simple for those guys now moving forward. It's very, very simple. Better get it done in the next two years. Is that what Steve Nash is the coach? Is Ben Simmons a part of it? These are questions we will answer in the next couple of weeks. But the net season comes to a close in a four-game sweep against the Boston Celtics. That is a sad failure of the season. I'm glad we did this. This will be posted as a podcast. we got a busy week ahead. Remember, live Spotify, live show during the draft. Beningo high fits after via pod. Paul Neal's going to join us this week. All the baseball, we got you covered. Enjoy your Monday. Enjoy your Tuesday. Whatever it may be. JJ out. Be good, everybody.